Welcome back to Living Your Life for the First Time Ever. I am Kim D. Overton. Tonight I want to talk about the subject of how um, things happen in churches. Children are raped and molested in churches. Um, nobody wants to talk about it. Um, you have had a leader take advantage of a child. Nobody wants to talk about it. You've had pastors who have had an affairs on their wives, their whole family, really. And nobody wants to talk about it. They want to cover it up. And to me, when you don't talk about it, you don't deal with it. You give the enemy a lot of room to come in and keep stuff going on. So you welcome and you invite the devil to come and sit amongst your people in your congregation because it's not dealt with. So you don't never know who is sitting in your congregation and what their intentions are because you would never deal with a situation. Some of you have been raped and molested by people in the church and it has shaped and molded you for years about church, about God. Um, You may have probably even said, Lord, why did you let this happen to me? He was supposed to have been a man of God. I thought he cared about the people. I want to tell you, God was not in it. God didn't have anything to do with it. People that never got delivered from their past, they bring stuff with them. And a lot of people, I'm just going to lay it on the table tonight. A lot of people that are calling themselves pastors, God never ordained them. He never called them. Man called them. Because when God calls you to be a pastor, a steward over people's soul, he's going to make sure that you have everything lined up in your life. He's not going to put you in a position to lead people and you're still doing stuff that you haven't been delivered from because you have to qualify to stand in that office. And a lot of people that we have given credence to and we wondering how is it so easy for them to fall prey to different things and why is this happening in their church? How could somebody in their church rape a child and they not know this about this person? It's because the head over the church which is God first, and then the shepherd, who is your pastor, he's not in tune with the Lord. Because I'm just going to tell you, from what I've seen and from what I've experienced, he was not called by the Spirit of God. And a lot of things happen. And then in other cases... There have been times where 
pastors known that this person that they put in charge over a department in the church, they knew this person had issues and they figure if I put them in this, they'll, you know, get better. Things will, will fix itself. No, no, that's not how they get healing. That's not how to help them. And in my opinion, when a man has crossed the line and whether he has raped or he has committed adultery, he should never be able to hold that title as a pastor again because he's disqualified himself. Jesus is not watching over us and raping us. He's never harmed us. Why would he put you in office to feed his sheep, to watch over them and allow you to rape and molest them? That's not, that's not Jesus. That's, that's not the Holy Spirit. And we gotta, um, stop saying it's something else when it is what it is. But I know some of you may have not even stepped foot in a church because of something that happened to you inside of a church. And you've lost all hope, all faith in God and in church. You don't want to hear a pastor because you feel like, you know, all pastors after the same thing or, or, you know, this and that. But let me tell you what one man has done. There's another man that God has raised up that has not had that on him. He has a honorable record before you. I know plenty of pastors that are, I mean, highly anointed men of God that has a good pour about them. I I mean, they don't have any reputation of being known for any of that stuff. And they're strong men of God and they don't tolerate junk in their church either. They deal with stuff head on. And when they see stuff, they deal with it immediately. Don't let it lay and lay dormant and give it time. No, they deal with it immediately. So you can, um, there's someone out there that you can trust. But I want us as the body of Christ to really realize stuff is happening and stuff is being exposed because God is tired of his children being mishandled and messed over. A lot of children were damaged. And when they got of a certain age, they were gone. They were like, I'm determined. When I turn 18, I'm done with church. Only reason why I'm coming is because my mom and my dad making me come because I live at home. But when I turn 18 and I go to college, I am not going to church anymore. And that has been the mindset of a lot of young people. And now we got older people um, that feel that way because of what happened to them when they were younger. But I want to tell you, and I know you're going to hear me say this a lot, but this is the truth. You have to forgive. You really do. Do you forget? No, you don't. Because some things 
you remember. I mean, you just do. But you have to forgive. And over a time, while God is healing you from the inside out, you'll realize, you know what? I'm going to move on. And I'm a better person. God has not forgotten about you. You know, that's one of the things the Lord used to tell me all the time. Because I used to feel so abandoned. So like I was so alone inside. You know, and I could be around a bunch of people, but I felt alone. And God would tell me, he says, I haven't forgotten about you. I got great things in store just for you. And you know, all that is going on in the world today, I want to say if you don't know Jesus as your personal Savior, you need to get to know him. What better time than now to make him your personal Savior? He's the only one that can heal you. He's the only one that can deliver you from every hurt, every disappointment, every shame. He washes you. He cleanses you from inside out. And yes, there'll be days that you may not feel like you've been clean, but God will clean you. He'll give you a fresh new start. I don't want to see no one die and go to hell because they did not make the Lord Jesus their personal Savior. So if you would say this after me, say, Lord Jesus, please come into my heart. Heal me and set me free. I surrender everything about me to you. I denounce Satan and all of his works. And from this and from this day forward, I promise I will serve you for the rest of my life. Thank you, Lord, for making me your child. In Jesus' name. Amen. It's just that simple. It is just that simple. But I want you to know, in spite of everything you've been through, don't give up on God. He never gave up on you. And I I um, encourage you to find a place Or you can inbox me and I will give you some churches that you can begin to watch online. And so that you can start hearing the truth. Because you don't want to be deceived. You need the truth. So you can inbox me on Facebook at Kimberly D. Overton. That's K-I-M-B-E-R-L-Y-E-D. Overton, and I will be gladly to give you some churches that you can watch online and listen to because that's important and get you a Bible 
and begin to read the word. If you don't have a paperback Bible, you know, on hand, if I'm sure you can download it on your app, you know, on your um, phone, your cell phone. That way you can begin to read the Bible. But I want you to know, this is our year. This is our time. And we're coming, we're coming out. We're not going to be stuck any longer. God has big plans for us. In spite of what's going on, in spite of what it looks like, God is working on our behalf. So don't fear and don't fret. God has us. Amen. So I just want you to be encouraged and know that I am here for you. I stand up for you. I speak out for you. And I love you in the name of Jesus. So until the next time we sit down at the table and we talk again, have a blessed week.